Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. So, what's going on this week? We have Dave Goulot on the show with us at the moment. Welcome, Dave. The one, the only. Hi there. Thanks for having me. And, oh, wow, I forgot it does that. Um, Dave doesn't have a camera, so instead of... I'm cheap. I'm cheap and I have an old computer. (laughs) There you go. But I'm also cheap. Because when the first time you spoke, when it cut to you, it just froze my picture. It didn't cut to the blank (laughs) screen. It just froze me. So people watching on Twitch, you know... That you may see that happened instead of going to the blank screen. Uh, anyway, Jeff Whitmire will be joining us a little bit later in the show. He's out at a screening of some horror movie or something, and we'll be running a little bit late. So, welcome to episode 696 of the Funny Music Podcast for October 19th, 2023. Title of this week's episode is A Roomy Nest. And I put that in the chat, and your job, should you choose to accept it, is to work that into our conversations somehow. So, uh, let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Working my dumb day job. Basically, that's pretty much been my life. Um, <laughs> um, although I am trying to get some other stuff done. Uh, for example, let me look over at my to-do list to see what I crossed off. Hold on just a second. While Luke is looking over his shoulder, <laughs> let's see what's going on downtown. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there there was a, a thing that went down at the, open, or at the beginning of the... Um, of the uh, dumb parody ideas contest uh, at Fumpfest, and I posted the video for that up on my YouTube page and on my other social media. So, anyone who has uh, not seen that yet uh, can go to uh, go to look for my channel under Lukeski L U K E S K I. I forgot. Uh, I need to explain yeah. that video to Jen because she <laughs> she was like she couldn't hear what you guys were saying on the video, and she asked me about it, and I was like, I'm not sure what video you're talking about, and then I realized it was that one, and I never went back and explained it to her. So I need to do that tonight when we're done here. I mean, the video. I mean, it's like because Jeff was filming it with his camera or with my phone camera like pretty close up so it's pretty easy to hear on that video if if you just want to show that video to her hopefully because we explained the situation so you know um so that was a thing um i finally got my uh uh i I grabbed the piece of um the promo photo uh that i was sent by andy merrill's manager of him and made a promo image to put it out there in the world and let everyone know hey andy merrill is the music guest of honor uh comedy music guest of honor for marscon uh 2024 so i got that done and uh i've also been uh trying to edit together uh the newest episode of luke and carrie's bad rapport um which is uh (laughs) um basically we recorded some segments uh in june when she was visiting with alexan and uh so alexan and santana are both on that uh part of the episode uh and then the next like five segments after that are just her and i talking in july over zoom 
where we talk about uh, stuff she was doing. Uh, I talk about what I did in the 4th of July and we review um, uh, uh, what's uh, what's it called? Uh, piece, uh, the, the show Peacemaker Season 1 and then the anime Komi Can't Communicate. And then <laughs> um, and then uh, what uh, I, I that was, you know, three months ago. So you know, things kept getting in the way, like all these commissions, all these other things kept taking precedent over me being able to make the spare time to edit together this episode that was like basically finished, you know, and, you know, and record the what's loop plugging now segment and whatever and get it done. Uh, so we also, so now that it's already October, uh, Carrie pointed out that this coming October 25th uh, is the 20th anniversary of the day that Carrie and I met in person, which, no. uh, it's also the, the the 20th anniversary of that weekend we performed at the 2B Con convention where you and me and Shoebox and Tony were all together. Like ah uh, yes, weekend. I remember that weekend. That was a fun weekend. Yeah, yeah so uh, that was like, and we found out uh, that me and Tony found out that there was a Rocky Horror Picture Show happening just down the road from there in Indiana, and I went out to that show, and that's where Carrie was. And Carrie had heard of me because she had heard the Carpe Dementia album before she met me, so she was already sort of a fan. So. Anyway, so we decided to uh, record uh, a couple segments where we talk about, you know, not not in any comprehensive, organized way, because <laughs> that would have made sense. Uh, we just kind of try to recap stuff, you know, that was significant over the past 10 years, because the 10-year anniversary that happened <laughs> back in 2013, we actually did a full, huge episode that celebrated the 10 years and talked about our whole history up to that point. So it's like, all right, we'll at least try to hit some other highlights. And then the other aspect of this episode is, since it's coming out in October, I've been saving up Halloween tracks uh, for, um, you know, like four years since the last time I did a bad report <laughs> that posted near Halloween. So it's chock full of amazing Halloween music, uh, including some Devo Spice tracks. So uh, Sweet. Uh, I just just I just before we um, I signed on to do this, I recorded the What's Luke Plugging Now segment and just kind of rapid fired through it because I made my list of things I'm going to mention in the next Luke Ski update so that I can edit this all together and get it all prepped to post and post a Luke Ski update on October 25th on the actual day of the anniversary. So that's uh, what I've been working on mostly, you know, the past couple of days when I'm able to, you know, muster the energy, you know, after slinging you know people's cannabis items you know vehicular style you know all week it's ugh, i'm so sick of it. It, it i can't stand the fact that i'm doing this for a living instead of being uh you know a um uh, a, a storyboard artist or revisionist or whatever else i could possibly get so ugh. so that's what i've been up to what have you been up to um well actually you might find this interesting. Just before the show, I was chatting with Chuck, and she apparently hmm. found an original run of the Sudden Death cassette album Noise Pollution from 1993 wow. on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> so she sent me a picture of her holding up the, you know, the, the thing. She's like, look what I found on eBay. And it was like, I was like, oh, my God, where did you get that? <laughs> So she was apparently uh, like digging deep, looking for rare things like that, and found this somehow. I don't know who got it or yeah, how we or whatever. Remember, remember how you found that person on eBay who was selling a copy of my DVD yeah. for two hundred and fifty dollars? Yes. So, um, it's like I mentioned that to her, and 
or we, we started talking about that somehow at Fump Fest, and I and I remember that back when I was like down to the last few copies of that at some conventions, I was just trying to like, you know, kind of get rid of them. And I was selling them for like some ridiculously low price, like, I don't know, two or three dollars each or something. And my mom at like MarsCon or something just bought like three or four of them. <laughs> so I know when I go back to Wisconsin, if I if I wouldn't take too much looking for me to find one of her multiple copies of that DVD set. Yeah. So I, I told her I told her that I'll find one and I'll I'll grab it and I'll just send it to her. Um, cause it's the least I can do after she made that awesome video, <laughs> you know, is here, here's this thing supposedly valued at $250 shrug, eh? you know? So yeah. <laughs> can I you mean, put me in contact with them? I have a few spare CDs I'd like to get rid of too. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I'm, I'm not still sick. Well, I'm sick again. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> I got over the con crud, and then my kids gave me high school crud. So I have a different cold. <laughs> well, that's the best kind of crud, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Um, it's 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 similar to con crud, except the crud goes like, "You're so lame," <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um. So the the big thing that I did this past week was this past weekend was the New Jersey Mystery and Crime Film Festival. Um, which took place over in Sparta, about 15 minutes from where I live. And um, uh, I went out there, met a bunch of my friends from the acting class, and we watched a whole bunch of films, many of which starred the people in our acting class. Um, uh, my film, Room 259, was screened there on Saturday night. Um, and there was some other premiere on Saturday night for the movie. It was really good. I forget what it was called, though. Uh, and then Sunday night, uh, I was in two films. Uh, one is a short film called Child Bearers, which is a uh, short about censorship in schools of books and stuff. And I play one of the old white guys at the end trying to decide what to do about this one particular book. Um, and the other one is a feature film called Aware of the Wolf, where I just have a short, like, one-scene cameo type thing in it. But that's the film where I get to I got to be in the body bag, so that was cool. Um it's, it's kind of cool, like, there's this one, like, long panning shot, and you see them zipping up the body bag, and you can see I'm clearly in it, so that was fun. Do they give you any particular direction for being in a body bag, other than don't move? Yeah, just just be dead. And just I'm sitting dead. there trying to be as still as possible, and my teacher was yeah. like, you can breathe, it's fine, that'll never show up on film. I was like, okay. Because I watch for things like that when I'm watching true crime <laughs> yeah, it's like I wonder if that guy's breathing, or they—is this a freeze frame, or they actually film this? So it's like, so you're wearing a full body cast? No, I was in a um a body bag. Oh, a body bag, but yeah. you know, and how tight are those things? Not very. There's there was oh room. okay yeah. It's probably oh. one size fits all so, when you think about so it. It was, it was so it was cozy, kind of like a roomy nest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you telegraphed that one from a long way out. <laughs> I, I, I intentionally uh, well try to telegraph them now just so that you know to get your hands near the yes, button. Yes, thank you. I well appreciate done. it. <laughs> well done. So I, I got to say, like Room 259, I, I love the genesis of that idea is how can I film a horror movie while I'm stuck, you know, being, you know, well, not stuck, but, you know, you're you're doing a thing for your kid. You're at the swim meet, but now you're in this place with this downtime and nothing to do. 
So what can you do to turn something practical into that downtime or something creative into that downtime? And that's basically me at work all the time. It's like, what project can I possibly work on simultaneously while I'm driving around delivering weed products to people? Yeah, so, that's that's kind of how my brain works. If I'm not doing like seven things at once, I'm not happy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because when, when, when that weekend happened, I was like... I was like, oh, good, I can use my downtime to catch up on the Fump and Fump Fest planning and all the other stuff I have to do. And my brain just went, no, you're filming a movie. And I went, okay, I guess I'm filming a movie. And <laughs> that's where that came from. So um, speaking of Room 259, I'm waiting to hear back from one more film festival to see if I get in or not. Uh, that one's in Virginia. Um, I met some guys down there at RavenCon last year, uh, who run a film festival. So I told them I'd send it to them. Um, if it doesn't, if it does get in, then I'll go down and screen it there. And then after the new year sometime, I will make the video public so people can watch it on uh, Vimeo. Uh, if it doesn't get in, I'll just make it public before then. Because why not? But I think I'm done submitting this one to film festivals. I want to move on to my next one. Because I got to get that one done. Um, and Aware of the Wolf will apparently be available on Amazon starting like in January, I think. So people will be able to watch it. So if you wish. <laughs> so Dave, what have you been up to? Oh, nothing too much. I, I wish I had a as impressive a resume as you guys. But <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting around listening to various things uh uh, the making the occasional weird song and sending them along to you guys. Well, that's what we like about you. Hey, <laughs> but I do, I do mention, I, I, I watch a lot of true crime, which is where this, the song cadaver dog came from because they, you know, you watch all these different shows and uh, they say, now the cadaver dog confirmed the worst and think things like that. Yeah. And, and notice that the phrase cadaver dog fit very well into banana phone that i that's the type of stuff i pay attention to for whatever reason it's just and how not, your brain is I'm, wired i get it I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah it's it's something i know that it's, but uh, not not that i'm a typical fan of raffi or rafi or whatever his name is i'm not the usual uh, uh fan group of his but that i did know the song banana phone and i, I admit i like that song and just happened to notice that cadaver dog fit so i just gave it a whirl all right, well, let's give it a listen, and then we'll talk to you about it. So here is Cadaver Dog by Dave Goulot. Sniff, 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 Cadaver Dog. Whiff, 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 Cadaver Dog. Look, there's a torso, and even more so, there's a head. There's an arm, there's a leg, there's a foot, it's a real cadaver farm. Sniff, 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 cadaver dog. Whiff, 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 cadaver dog. And he's got hunches, there may be bunches, my fabulous cadaverous dog. See detectives on TV solving every crime. They catch the killer at the end in the nick of time. And all those snitches, all those squeals found in ditches, 
cotton fields Anywhere around the world Nothing ever escapes that nose he will Bark, 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 bark Good ever dog Nark, 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 nark Good ever dog It's been duly noted he's solving crime And he'll get promoted in record time My fabulous Cadaverous dog, oh yeah, my fabulous cadaverous dog. Cadaver dog, sniff, sniff, sniff. He's got a real nose for the job. Cadaver dog, sniff, sniff, sniff. He'll take a sniff out of crime. Cadaver dog, sniff, sniff, sniff. <laughs> Good boy. So I don't think I've ever heard the original song. Banana Phone? Yeah. yeah. It's available somewhere. It's it, it, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not uh, as I said, I'm not in his typical uh fan group, but uh, anyway, it's it's out there somewhere. It's it's Raffi or Rafi R A F F I, I believe it's it's yeah. spelled. But uh, not yeah, having well, kids, I don't I'm not familiar with his repertoire. Maybe you guys are more familiar with that. No, somehow but, uh, I completely we completely avoided Rafi for some reason when my kids were little. I, I don't know why or how, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I I remember when my brother Michael was you know a, a young and in a toddler. My mom had a bunch of Rafi cassettes and I think eventually some CDs. Um, and in fact, around the time, like shortly after that, it, like that was when all of these business started popping up. Of oh, we can take your. Uh, your home movies, your eight millimeter home movies, and we can transfer them onto VHS for oh, yeah. you. Yeah. So, you know, all these home movies my mom had didn't have any, you know, audio with them because they were just, you know, that type of movie. Mm -hmm. So they said, <laughs> they said, um, you know, if you have, if there's music you want us to put behind us, let you know, send us a, a a tape or a CD, we'll put it behind there. So my mom sent them a Raffi album. So now and and that, so even to this day when she's had those VHSs transferred to like DVDs that we can watch we're watching all those home movies and it's just Raffi music the whole time so it's like <laughs> baby beluga it's like all 1 stuff. 2 3 4 5 6 7 yeah and so, and and it's and it's wonderful when sometimes whatever Raffi is singing like weirdly coincides with something happening on the screen. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful I'd like to make a a, a mashup of all those moments oh yeah you know, I have way too many things to do. It's like, it I know at some point. Go ahead. Yeah. Sometime recently, I swear I had an idea for a, a Raffi parody uh, of Baby Beluga, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, you know, I was in the dumb parody ideas vein of things, and right. I'm trying to re remember what that was, but now I can't. But yeah, I don't know that song. I can't really help you with that. But uh... yeah. But it's haunting, doesn't it? It's stuck in your yeah. mind, and it's like, oh, get out of there, and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> but I, I love the idea of taking, like, what is, you know, a children's song, like something designed for little, little kids, <laughs> and yes. making it into something that's not for children. You know, cadaver dogs is, is kind of an adult topic, you know? Yes. It's not, well, you know, like sexual dogs. or violence or anything, but, like... <laughs> You're finding a corpse, and you know that was probably <laughs> murdered, or bits of one, yes. or pieces of a of a yes. of, yeah. So I, yeah, I love that whole like idea. Dogs, so you know, maybe they can. <laughs> yeah, kids oh, like Daddy, dogs. Can I pet the cadaver dog? <laughs> oh, that's great. 
I would have very odd children if I did have children. So. <laughs> I mean, I have very odd children, so yeah. I yes. Kind of figured. But it had nothing to do with Raffi or the style of music, because they don't like my the music that I listen to. Like, at what all. is it about kids who did... Who, I mean, and we liked good stuff. <laughs> don't kids understand that? Our music is very good. But darn those kids today. Oh, well. No, it's not, it's not that my do? kids have bad taste in music, because they don't. It's just they don't like what I listen to. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm sure your kids have perfect taste in music, but everyone else's kids... <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was driving I was driving my oldest to school you know earlier this evening and he was listening to um like alternative punk like modern mm-hmm. punk rock stuff and it was really good stuff and I, it, can no, dig that. I didn't recognize any of the bands but you know I I liked what I heard so There is still hope. At so. least it's not mumble rap. Thank God none of my kids listen to mumble yes. rap cuz that would yes. <laughs> That will not stand in this house. No. No child of mine. Right? <laughs> In my day, rappers enunciated. Yeah. You, <laughs> you will put effort into your songs. You know. They used vowels and consonants, consarnate. <laughs> you will wake up before recording your vocals. <laughs> so, you uh, will make it known oh, distinctively that you like big butts and that you do not right. lie. <laughs> You must be clear about the butts that you like. Um, <laughs> so this song is not on your new album because you have a new album out. That's true. P- uh, piano droppings, uh, as seen on TV, not really, but uh, in the usual places on Amazon and Spotify and all of that. Uh, piano droppings is, as the title suggests, a bunch of silly little piano things. Uh, Ever Dog is uh, just one of those I wrote after the fact mm-hmm. and because it was a parody parody with still with copyrights and all that good stuff i decided well let's send it to fump and see what those guys make of it and uh, <laughs> let's put it on the fump and let them worry about the legal ramifications right. of it. <laughs> that, that's actually not too far from the truth <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, piano droppings uh check for it in the dairy case at the store near you and uh and uh, enjoy that if you'd like and i have another album i'm working on now the brown album uh, songs about poo and your butt and all that other stuff. Um, look for that uh, early next year, probably. Uh, I can't but wait. All for sorts that one. of things coming out. Oh yes, no one, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff joined us. Yeah, I see Jeff's uh, picture up there. Yes, welcome, Jeff. Hello, how's everyone doing? Pretty good. Good, Jeff. My compliments to the brilliant Stabby Road medley. I was listening to it on YouTube earlier. Thank you. I appreciate that. Amazing. Thank you. That had to have been a crazy ton of work. Uh, yes. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. But I was, I was we we to... had a good we had a good team behind it, so it was. Um, yeah, it definitely I can hear. I can along, see. Yeah. I can see and hear it. Yeah. And I was even before the show started. I was talking about talking about to Tom. Even the very end, the Her Majesty stuff. Yeah. You had the slow pan from one direction to the other just like on abbey road and it's like i love little details that's like that. that's all that's all austin austin uh, and actually he does the her majesty uh section he sings that um but oh, wow. yeah that was that yeah that was all his production he just um i i knew he was really proud of the music and the instrumental as, and as you all should be i mean it's brilliant thank you i appreciate that so yeah good stuff all around um so what do you have coming up next? 
Oh, me? I'm sorry. I <laughs> muted myself. <laughs> uh, what I've got coming up next, probably dinner. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I mentioned the Brown album. All right. I have another album. I have another album uh, came out last year, Dangerous Dave, a uh, phony kid show about a pirate and a stupid parrot that mocks him with everything. Got some more stuff about that coming out. But, uh, oh, cool. I like pirates. Other than that, uh, lots of little things and stuff going on. And I may send a few more things your way, so watch out. Yeah, totally. We we'll love love getting more stuff from you. So the uh, the new album is at davegulo.bandcamp.com. Yep. And uh, your last name is places. you can listen on Spotify and Amazon, the usual places. Yep. And and the last name is G U H L O W for those listening Correct. at home. Um, is there anything else you want to plug? Um, nothing really. It's- just hanging out with you guys. Okay. Uh, you going to stick around for this 16-minute epic? I'd love to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was bouncing around on the YouTube video, but I'd like to hear the whole thing as it was meant to be heard. All so. right. So in that case, we'll do a quick bit of news and then talk to Jeff. Yep. I will mute and listen. All right. Thanks, guys, for having me on. This is The Fall. Going for a swim today, chomp, chomp, and now you're praying. Just keep swimming, open water, trying to stay afloat. Last shark tricking, plagiarism, dude, there's even exorcisms. Gotta bleed or gonna need again a bigger boat. Boycotting products willy-nilly Makes you look extremely silly And banning teaching history That's The Funny Music really? Project what at thefump.com T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com That would not be the last time the boy would be throwing this a curve That's a fine how do you do Dylan's just screwing with you Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, the Thump Volume 100 is now finally available in the store at thefump.com. Holy crap. Um, This album features songs from July and August, to give you an idea of how late it is. Uh, including Ode to Shark Movies by Jeff Whitmire, Spam, Let the Pork Be Pork by the Great Luke Ski, Reindicted by the Suffolk and Good Players, 50-Inch Penis by John Mishner, and many more. Plus a special anniversary video celebrating 100 Fump albums, which we screened at Fumpfest for those of you who didn't get the CD yet. That was fun. Um... Also available in the store, the Fumpfest swag bags are now available in the store. These are the leftover swag bags from Fumpfest 2023, and I have one here. I can show you what's in them. This is the bag that you get. It comes with an 8x10 photo of Ogden Edsel. Uh, the idea was so you'd have something to sign at Fumpfest. It comes with Volume 3 of the Fumpfest 2021 compilation album. Volumes 1 and 2 are available in the store as the standard 2-CD set that you can get. It comes with... We have the a Fump sticker. A Fumpfest 2023 badge ribbon. 
eight random Fump trading cards, and there will be no duplicates. We made sure. Uh, these were made up specifically for FumpFest. I'm going to start selling the leftovers in the store, probably eight or ten at a time. And, probably most important of all, a piece of tile from my bathroom remodel. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's an actual piece of tile from my bathroom. It's leftover... It's leftover tile that we from what we, when we redid the shower. It's clean and new, <laughs> unused. This tile has never been used for anything. Um, I just cut it into small pieces, so I had enough for all the bags. Did so, you number all of them? I did not. No. You the should do that. The blood came out really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah. <clears throat> so the uh, the swag bags are fifteen dollars. They're available in the store at thefump.com or at fumpfest.com. Uh, while supplies last, once I run out, they're done. I'm not making up any more of them. Um, and the FumpFest 2021 two-CD compilation and the 2023 t-shirts are both available in the store, also at thefump.com or fumpfest.com. So go pick up those, please. Uh, Luke, any updates about the poll you want to mention? Yeah, um, uh, I, uh, there are... I am up to 25 people who have taken the poll, um, which uh, I figured was a good enough uh, point to at least take a look at what the uh, front runners are. Uh, so the top front runners, these are, these are not in order of like one to eight. This is just the, the eight most vote getting songs uh, listed in order of uh, when they were released are Fanboy. It's a Fanboy Christmas, Stealing Like a Hobbit, House Party at Arkham Asylum, Grease Wars, Marvel Poppins, When You Wish Upon a Death Star, and I'm Vamber Warrior. And that last one is significant is because it's the seemingly most popular track from my most recent album, Needlessly Meta, and I would really like to see uh, more votes uh, going towards the more recent stuff on Needlessly Meta. Twilight I mean, Zone, Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone. <laughs> hey, remember that time I had the number one song of the year on the Dr. Domino show, and then that song also won a Logan Award for Outstanding Parody Song, and it was called Candy Bars? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of would expect that one to be more popular, <laughs> but whatever. But it's it's still all it's still all the voice of the people, so go to tinyurl.com slash lukeski2023 uh, to submit your votes, uh, and, and I'm going to be continuing to take the votes until the end of the day uh, on November 1st, uh, and I'm hoping to get at least 40 people. So we've already got 25. Um, let me see. Well, can this, will this thing take me to... I want to read off some more of the names of the people who were kind enough to... Um, uh, am I logged in? Yeah, I'm logged in. Thank you to my surveys. My internet has been weirdly slow. Uh, I need to talk to Kyle to find out if his uh, Verizon 5G internet is also being as slow or if it's just, you know, me. Or maybe it's my computer. I don't know. Um, that's weird. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Analyze results. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Um, I, I did some plugging earlier this afternoon, so maybe uh, that spurned some more because now it's saying I'm up to 30. So... <laughs> That that t that those eight songs I mentioned were as of earlier today. It may have changed. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to look it up. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you. So, <laughs> but to say thank you to uh, 
these uh, uh, these people. Where is the thing where it lets me click on the thing and see everyone's answers? <clears throat> Responses 30. For question one. Dang it. No! Ugh. Maybe this is it. I'm sorry. Um, do you have another bit of news that you can read while I'm doing this? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> Well, okay, let's see. Uh, I guess I'll do, I'll do it this way. Uh, see, thank you, Stuart Black, uh, Jacob Watts, a.k.a. Dr. Watson, um, Kevin Connolly, uh, Carter, Carter Wallenius, <laughs> Carter Wallenius uh, Joshua Hall. Um, let's see. Some people aren't listing their names. They're just, like, leaving a description of how they know me in the first question. Uh, so they, I don't have names for everybody. Devo Spice, um, at Lisa RPGs, uh, and Baramon. I think I mentioned Baramon last time, so I think that's kind of where we left off. Let's see. Father Beast, Danny Deich, and uh, PB27, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're back. We've, we've covered all the newest people who have voted since the last time. So thank you all for voting. And like I said, I'm, I'm wanting to hit at least 40. It would be really nice if I could hit 50 people. Uh, by November 1st. So we got, you know, whatever, about 11, 12 days left for that to happen. So please, if you got a few minutes, go to uh, tinyurl.com slash lukeski2023 and vote for your favorite <laughs> lukeski songs, especially the ones from the latest album. <laughs> um, what other updates did I have for news? Uh, things that... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, just a, another reminder about the awesome music video by Chuck for Progressive Love Song. Uh, Chuck doesn't want that out as a thing the general public can access, but if you want to see it, uh, just message me on social media or you know email me at thegreatlukeski at gmail.com, and I will send you the link so that you can see her awesome video. You can also follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the handle is at VV3SPA, VV3SPA, and check out her awesome fan art of Fump People and Weird Al and other cool stuff, and she is available for commissions as well. Um, yeah, I mentioned the Dumb Parody Ideas video uh, uh, that's at my YouTube page, so everyone can go check that out from Fump Fest and see uh, the shenanigans that went down. Uh, we've already talked about how the MarsCon 2023 Music Guest of Honor is Andy Merrill. Woo! Um, uh, I just uh, posted, or not I just posted, DA Games just posted the animatic that I was working on for over a month for Choo Choo Charles, so go to DA Games, uh, the DA Games channel on YouTube and look for the DA Games animated uh, I believe the title of it is No, Not Eugene, uh, and you can see the thing that I spent so long working on. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, um, ch uh, check out Tony Goldmark's podcast, Escape from Vault Disney. I was in a couple recent episodes of that, uh, reviewing the movie, uh, the live-action movie Underdog, and a couple of episodes of Star Wars Visions from Season 2, uh, and that episode also features TV's Kyle and my roommate Santana. Also, uh, our friends uh, Jared Perez, a.k.a. Mr. Tuesday, and Kiki Cannon have a podcast called Rewatching the Magic, and they recently hit episode number 200. And in, for, So for that episode, they uh, wanted to do uh, reviews of a bunch of episodes of The Muppet Show. So I was a special guest on there talking about the Steve Martin episode, and TV's Kyle was on there as well. And um, yeah, and uh, Carpe Tedium is on CD, so you should buy that from wormquartet.bandcamp.com because it's an amazing album. <laughs> And that's about everything. <laughs> All righty then. Tour dates. 
On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Sundays online, Two Sleeps. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 20th in La Crosse, Wisconsin, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the uh, 20th through the 22nd in Wichita, Kansas, Mikey Mason. The 21st in Duluth, Minnesota, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. The 21st in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. The 22nd in Madison, Wisconsin, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. The 23rd through the 25th in Chicago, Illinois, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. The 27th in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. The 27th and 28th in Maslin, Ohio, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And the 28th and 29th in Columbus, Ohio, Mikey Mason. All right. Hey, when, I was, when I was at Fump Fest... I only had – I'm kind of on a budget these days in my life, so I can't spend a lot of money. So there was only two albums uh, I, I specifically bought. One was the Needle Juice, uh, the Collected Tom Lehrer, and the other one was Stabby Road by Jeff Whitmire. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And uh, uh, I, I haven't listened to the CD yet, but as a judge in the uh, Logan Awards this year, I've pretty much heard the entire thing by now. <laughs> uh so yes, a lot of excellent work is on that album. So so that segues Thank us you, into Luke talking Key. to you about you know your your amazing epic uh, uh, Stabby <laughs> Road medley. So give us a brief introduction to that, and then Diva will play it. Uh, well, now would be a good time to go to the bathroom if you have to. Um, but uh, yeah, so what this is is um, the Stabby Road medley. It's the finale of my um, new album, Stabby Road. And it's a uh, parody of the entire side two of Abbey Road from the Beatles. Um, most of side two, the the medley or the big one. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, it's a classic love letter to horror, and uh, it features um, uh, heavily features Sea Monkey and um, a lot of work from Austin Ashleman on production and music and vocals and Christine Fink. Um, so I guess I'll step back and just because it's, it's it's a long one. <laughs> All right, here is the Stabby Road Medley by Jeff Whitmire.
Don't make any noise when the music's playing. That Anthony's a really good boy, and that's all that I'm allowed to say. That Anthony's a really good boy, and everything he does is great. I want to tell him that I hate him a lot, but I think I'd really rather stay alive. That Anthony's a really good boy, and everything is always fine. Oh no, now I am a cornfield guy. <laughs> so, so is that the longest song you've played on the podcast? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive this is the longest song we've ever posted to the Fump. Um, uh, give me a moment. I can check the database and confirm that. Okay. I mean, there was a lot yeah, of Because debate. whose record could he possibly be beating by posting a song longer? <laughs> oh, that would be me. <laughs> Unless it's Ian, but I'm assuming it's me. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of like debate back and forth on... Oh, wait, I'm echoing. Why am I echoing? No, you're not echoing. Um, somebody just subscribed, except... I set up alerts on Twitch, because... Except... Ah. Check, check. It, it, for some reason, it's doubling up the graphic, but uh, Wildcard subscribed to... Um, using the uh, Amazon thing for the 34th month in a row. Thank you, Wildcard. So the, those of you who heard that, that's what that was. Woo! I learned something about Twitch today. I, I set up alerts, <laughs> except I apparently screwed something up. But anyway, uh, let's see. Length. Length. Uh, there's a bunch that don't have the lengths entered. That's good. I thought that was required. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I doubt any of these are um, like any of the long ones so let's see I remember we did that um that April Fool's collection of all the fump that fits like all of the shortest tracks on one album there was like 80 tracks we should do the other side of that where it's all of our longest tracks so it can just be like a five track CD. yeah <laughs> Jeff I don't think you it entered would, your it would, it would look like an EP but it wouldn't be <laughs> I don't think you entered a duration. Oh, yeah, you did enter a duration. So why isn't that showing up? I thought I did. I, yeah, I did. didn't think it let me go. I thought I had to. I think it yells at me if I don't do one. Oh, you know what? Because it's over 10 minutes, it's probably the database probably doesn't alphabetize it properly. Oh. Uh, hang on, hang on. All right. So let me. <laughs> let's go to. I'm spending way too much time on this. I know I am. But uh, <laughs> come on. So yeah, well, but I, I don't know even know family. where to where to start talking about this song. So like, what the hell? So yeah, okay. So the 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 birth of the song was um the the we had the album title Stabby Road. Um, that actually it came from some friends of mine um that do a horror podcast called the uh, the Civil Gore, and they send me like they constantly are sending me ideas. But one day they just go they just send me they go we got it Stabby Road. And I said, that's that's awesome. I love that. I said, that's definitely the album title. Um, so we just continued on with the songs that were planned. And then a lot of songs got added later um, and, and a track list got changed. But Austin one day said to me, he's like, but here's the problem. You've got an album called Stabby Road, but you got no Beatles songs on here or Beatles parodies. And I'm like, and I think I thought about it. I was like, I think I have an idea. I could do like eight days a week and make it 28 days later or something. He's like, that's really weak. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, you you can't do that. He's like, and he, he's like let me think. He comes like, he's like, well, what if you did the medley, like the uh, the Abbey Road medley? And I'm like, the what? The whole thing? 
And he's like, yeah, let's like let's do the whole medley. Um, uh, and I didn't even know where to start with that at first. And I thought, okay, well, if we're going to do that, um, uh, I said, there was no doubt in my mind I was going to reach out to Sea Monkey. Because uh, if I was going to tackle, let, you know, one Beatles thing, let alone um, uh, all these parts, I said, I, I knew I had to bring in Sea Monkey. So I reached out to him and he was like right, right on board right off the bat. He was like, yes, let's do this. Um, and so we had an open spreadsheet, um, basically. Um, and there was some, I uh, some, uh, um, I think Kristen was in on that too, but, um, we had an open spreadsheet where everyone was just tossing out their ideas. So there's a lot of like, there, I, there, one day I should do like a whole, like, uh, album just with all the other songs that didn't make the cut for Stabby Road Medley. Cause we were just tossing out ideas and throwing them and should it just be like one long, um, splurge of of all these horror ideas or should it be one uh each track gets its own movie um so yeah it was a, it was a lot of back and forth but yeah um little by little we whittled away at it and just uh came up with an idea for um how we liked it the only thing that i didn't really have was the ending i didn't know how i was going to do the ending i think i had uh, a candy man thing and it was just going to say candy man over and over and over and i thought i i can't end the whole medley in the album like that i had to go different so i thought well that sounds like they're saying words so i just started writing movie titles at the end and i figured let's just make it bigger and bigger and start uh making you know making it a little homage to every horror movie that someone might potentially say is their favorite <laughs> and then when i when i did the video i took it a step further i was like i was hearing all those drum beats and i just started clipping 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 and like i i think i just reached out on twitter and i said all right everyone just start dropping your favorite horror movies because i'm running out of you know i couldn't think i kept okay what else did i put here and so yeah, but that's that's how the whole thing started. So it was uh, um, um, pretty much once Sea Monkey was on board, we knew that we were going to split up the parts and do a very Lennon and McCartney thing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, do the backing. Um, uh, did most of the backing ourselves, um, except for Gage, which uh, Luke's actually on there. Luke, did you know you're on that? Yes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, you know, as as I demonstrated earlier, I have this constant to-do list of things <clears> I have to get done, and uh, you had reached out to me, like, so, so long ago, and I had on my list, like, record, bury that gauge for Jeff, and I just, yeah. things things kept getting in the way and getting in the way, and then finally, once I had uh, built my new little sound booth over there, uh, I said, you know what, I'm just gonna, now, th- the whole point of me building that thing was so that I have an easy place to jump in, record some audio, and have it sound good, and send it off to people, so I'm like, I'm gonna make that the first thing I record in here, and uh, I uh, I did a few passes on it, and then in the last one, I decided for the second set of choruses to do it as Gilbert, <laughs> <laughs> just for the sake of varying it up, and then I... Uh, <laughs> we have that, don't we? I think I actually yeah. have the Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I have, and, yeah, I and you left yeah. that in there where, where I specifically said, do you bury it? No! And like you left that in there, and I was like, yay! It's like, Luke's calling card is in this particular song. Yay. <laughs> I, I love it when that happens, too, when, when those little Easter eggs get in there, because Kyle did that on, on when we did the UHF song, because he added that little spot at the end. So, um, And if Mike, yeah. if Mike picks up on that, or Mike or Austin, if they pick up on those kind of things, yeah, they're definitely throwing those in, which I love. <laughs> but uh yeah so you're on that mark with a c um uh ian's on there um tv's kyle is on there um but yeah and then christine fink came in for uh we originally were gonna pitch to the merkins to come in and try and get them somewhere on the track but we've never heard from them um but uh i i really wanted to uh the more i thought about it i thought uh, i didn't want to sing the crimson slumber sparta it's it's such from the perspective of, of Nancy and a final girl, 
Um, you know, I said, I said, I know that wasn't, that's not the purest thing to do because it's not a Beatles, but I said, uh, as Eric said, it's not, it's not a Beatles thing, but it's a Jeff thing. So I said, let's bring Christine <laughs> in to do that part because it just adds to the theatricality of the whole thing, keeps it interesting, keeps changing it up. So, yeah. So I have the official tally. Um, this song clocks in at 16 minutes and 37 seconds. The yes. next one is It's a Fanboy Christmas Part 2, uh, which I just I just lost the page. Ah, damn it. <laughs> which is like 11.50, I think, and then It's a Fanboy Christmas 3 is like 11.35, something like that. So, yeah, you. this is yeah, the longest and- song by almost five minutes. Wow. Sweet. And, uh... It's you know it's not a fump track, but uh, Grease Wars I believe is like thirteen minutes forty two seconds something around there. So yeah, I was thinking yeah, I know so, that one's up there. So yeah. yeah, so even so even if Grease Wars was uh, <laughs> was on the fump, you still would have beaten that too. <laughs> and there was a lot of talk. I mean, it was a back and forth. Do we do this as one piece? Do we split it up? Um, my wife was very adamant. She's like, you cannot drop this as one piece. Nobody's going to, she's like, nobody's going to listen to a 17 minute song. And I'm like, and I, I just, I, I know Austin, and I did especially were like, it just doesn't, it, it works as one piece. It has that big arc and flow and everything. Um, so I, yeah, I it doesn't said, no, drag at all. It, 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 it doesn't seem like it's 17 minutes long, you know? No, no. And I wanted, like when I did the video, I mean, I just, I was really trying to make it as fun and everything. Um, just to keep it going. No, I might occasionally uh, down the road drop like pieces if someone's like talking about Motel Hell. Um, yeah, I'll be like, I, I'll have pieces lined up where I can be like, well, here you go, here's a Motel Hell song, you know. But, um, but yeah, it just it it to, to me it always had to be one piece, and that's how it had to be delivered. Mm-hmm. Well, nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> So um, and 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 going back going back to that comment about like oh who wants to listen to a, a sixteen minute song it's like literally this fan base well that's true that bubble yeah. of people yeah. you know not that's, to mention you know all of your hardcore fans who deluged the Logan Awards nomination the, mut- the mutant <laughs> you know, fam yeah <laughs> yeah so so yeah it's uh because uh, my attitude has always been like I'm not famous. <laughs> the so few people are actually listening and paying attention to what I do. So why not do whatever the hell I want? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that yeah, that's yeah. right. And I like you said, I mean that's what I thought. I mean, um yeah. for like the comedy music fan base and the horror fan base, those are the people that are gonna want to listen to us. Yeah, yeah. Song. I know. Um so yeah, I that that's the that's the other thing I thought too. I'm like the people that are gonna get at this or they're gonna also be the ones that are gonna listen to the whole thing. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of take the same approach with with my music. It was like, as long as I'm entertaining me, I'm fine. You know? Right, right. I mean, when I was doing the video, I was, I was having fun with it. And I, I had to listen to the whole thing so many times doing the video. And I'm like, but I'm enjoying it. So if I'm if I'm having fun with it, someone's going to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. That was my justification for doing my Pumpkinhead song. I was like, yeah, it's parody of a song. I thought about you when that, I put Pumpkinhead yeah. in there. Parody of a song and not a lot of people know about a movie that not a lot of people have seen. Let's do it. Right. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, that's what started. I the am whole including pumpkin. Was... Yeah. Well, that's I'm how the whole horror pumpkin. thing started. I was like doing a movie. I was doing a song about um, host, which hardly anyone knew at the time. You know, yeah. I was like, like okay, well, let's yeah, I didn't, happens. I didn't see that. I didn't know about the host until you released your song. And then I was like, oh, this sounds good. I need to watch this. Yeah. And it was. 
People will tell me that. They'll be like, I watched, you know, I watched the movie because of your song. And I'm like, that's cool because that's really what I want. I'm, I, I'm a big vocalist on like Twitter and stuff about watch this movie, watch this movie, get some eyes on it. So if that happens, I'm great. Now, the problem is I always tell people I tend to spoil a lot. You know, people are yeah. like, I watched Midsummer after your song. And I'm like, that's cool. But I told you the ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Um, so speaking of watching movies, have you seen VHS 85? Uh, yes, several times. <laughs> I have. Um, yeah, yeah, I watched it last uh, week. Be... Very good film. Yeah, I really like I did say when, when, um, um, when they reached out to me to ask me if I would do it, um, which was because of, of the UH, the UHF song was the reason why they reached out. They said nice. we, were, we couldn't, we, yeah, we we're like, we're trying to figure out who would be. Uh, who could do an end credit song? And they're like, well, what about the guy who did that um, VHS parody? And they said, oh, yeah. Um, so that's actually, that's why they reached out to me was because of that. And um, and I said, can I see the movie? Because, um, you know, I, I would like to do it like those old 80s end credit songs where they tell the movie in the credits. I, I love those. Like, uh, he's back, Alice Cooper and all them. Yeah. And um, I said, can, can you know, like, well, they're like, well, it's not done, but you can see it. I'm like, oh whoa okay so i got a version that wasn't finished which was really cool um and uh even some of the parts had been written so i got the script for some parts and i got to see uh um so that was that was a really cool experience was being able to get like eyes on it before there was adr added and stuff and um but i did get back to myself i said as a vhs fan as you know i'm a vhs franchise fan i'm gonna tell you this is one of the best ones I said, I guarantee people are going to say it's one of their favorite ones. So when it dropped and that happened, I DM'd one of the producers and I said, I said, I hate to tell you, I told you so, <laughs> which, which was kind of cool to be able to text and say, I told you. And so, yeah, yeah, really good movie. Really good one. Yeah. And um, I saw that they, I don't know if they did it or somebody posted the, you know, your song to YouTube with the, you know, the end credits and stuff. And yeah. um, there were lots of really good comments about the song. And a lot of people said that they blew loved me away. the song. Really blew me away. And also there was a Reddit post I stumbled on. Uh, people were like, who did the end song to VHS? I'm like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, and that's, uh, uh, so, yeah. But seeing like people were like, oh, this is like an Alice Cooper song. And, or this is like, this sounds like a Weird Al song. I was like, yes, exactly. That's, that is correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that would—I mean, that, Mike and I were both just uh, walking, I and mean, we were just on cloud nine when that all um, happened. And uh, yeah, there's going to be more Bait Them Blood stuff too. That's, that was always the plan. Cool. Um, because that was such a, a unified effort to put that together, and so we are going to do some more Bait Them Blood stuff. Um, this is going to be, you know, kind of horror, still horror, uh, horror adjacent, and everything, but maybe in a little different style. So nice. I already, awesome. I already got a track for, uh, he sent me a track that he came up with and I'm, I got some ideas for that that I want to play around with. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> we, we could talk to you for as long as the song is, but you know, um, <laughs> the song speaks for itself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just, like I said, I, I, I wanted it also be the song for whenever somebody says, why hasn't Jeff done a parody for this song for this movie? I could just now say, well, listen to the medley because it's probably there. It's probably in there, yeah. <laughs> right. Because if someone says, well, you haven't done an Exorcist song or a Shining song, I'm like, well, it's in the medley. You, here, you're covered. <laughs> like that's what Ian does with his uh, epic video game medleys. Right. Like, it's in the yeah. medley. It's in the medley. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's there, yeah. See, that's what I'm kind of 
jealous of Jeff uh, uh, because, like, when I was first going to conventions and stuff like that in the late 90s and early 2000s, there weren't a ton of people doing, you know, performing shows where they're doing, like, you know, modern-sounding comedy music about geeky topics, whether they were parodies or not. Um, and, uh, you know, other than, you know, Devo Spice, who I had just barely met, and I don't even think you were doing a lot of conventions back then or whatever, but... No, I didn't I start cons until 2000. Yeah. So, so basically, I was trying to, like, be this kind of, you know, jack-of-all-trades of fandom where I had a song about, like, every major topic of every popular major mm-hmm. fandom that was in the scene, and I wanted to get... I basically was trying to start a career as, like, you know, I'm, you know... I'm like, you know, the, 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 you know, the weird Al of nerdy fandom specifically. And I know every, a lot of people would hear me say that and say, yeah, but weird Al is nerdy. It's like, yeah, but he didn't really (laughs) take that on until like, you know, the mid two thousands when Al really specifically, like he did white and nerdy, he did, you know, all this other stuff where he's like directly connecting to the nerd audience. Cause I think he just spent a lot of years being told by record executives that you have to be cool and you have to not be nerdy or whatever the hell. So I was out there doing my songs about, you know, parodies of more, you know, parodies of songs that people know, but nobody else was parodying about topics that were current to fandom, you know, like my Cypress Hill parody about Pinky and the Brain uh, or my, you know, Foosh Nickens parody about Star Trek, et cetera, and all this stuff, you know, Star Trek Deep Space Nine and, and, and you know, like current things at that time. So I was just out there trying to make a name for myself so that I would get well known enough that I could start, you know, like people would notice me and I would start getting booked at conventions all over the country all the time. Like every weekend or every other weekend, some convention from somewhere in the U.S. would be flying me out to be their special guest. And I would do shows and I would sell CDs and I would make a living being known as like the nerdy comedy music guy. And, you know, maybe it was because of the venues I was playing in being, you know, controlled by you know, boomers who hated hip hop or whatever, but it just, I never, like, it it was few and far between to find the the venues that like actually clicked and got it. Like the Gen Con people were supportive. Obviously the Mars Con people were supportive, you know, but it was still kind of uh, a Sisyphus type battle to try to get a foothold anywhere. Uh, And then Ian came along and, uh, you know, he basically was trying to do the same thing, but for video games, Um, but kind of at the same time, that's when, like, suddenly, oh, everybody and their grandmother now has a YouTube channel where they're making, you know, their funny songs about nerdy topics and song parodies about nerdy topics and song parodies about video games and blah, blah, blah. So now it's like everyone's doing it and it's cool and it's a standard thing. And so it's kind of like, yo, uh, I've been kind of doing this for many years. How come none of you all are right. paying attention to me, etc.? So for me to see you, this is the part where I'm jealous, for me to see you, like go to the horror community going like, Hey, I'm the horror community, funny music making guy and have them all go. Yes, you are here. Fandom accolades be on the soundtrack of our movie. That's on things and stuff. (laughs) You know, it's like, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, it's like, why didn't I get that? You know, it was, I mean, it was just a lightning in the bottle um, kind of thing. I mean, it just, like I said, it came out of that pandemic, uh, uh, thing and I think when I started it, I was you know I was just um, 300 followers, but I knew I was in the community of horror people because um, like Joe Bob was really building that up. Joe Bob really and Darcy really built that community of horror people, um, and, and uh, I just made so many connections so that when I dropped the first one, 
And then especially when I dropped Hey Joe Bob, it just was it, it was a really cool snowball effect. And it's just um I died like I said, I just I couldn't believe it either. I remember there was like a two years ago, uh I even tweeted something. This is still before all of that happened. And, and uh I tweeted out, should I should I keep doing just horror songs or should I branch out? And I remember I think Ian early on was kind of like, huh, that's a branch out, keep branching out or something. And then within a few hours, it was like that tweet was, you know one or two no's and a long line of yeses keep doing horror stuff and he and i were both kind of like whoa i guess <laughs> i guess there's an audience so <laughs> i'll keep doing that because <laughs> i love it so yeah it was just um yeah it was just it was just i think it just the lightning in a bottle just was able to connect because i i was on a i did a show with uh that kelly maroney was on and um streaming or something and and my friend it was ruby uh ruby had kelly maroney on um I know uh, Devo, you know Ruby. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and she had Kelly on. She's like, oh, Jeff's in the chat. Kelly, do you know Jeff? And Kelly's like, oh, yeah, I know Jeff. He's the music guy. And I was like, ah! <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's been it's been cool. It's been a ride. <laughs> All right. So on that note, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yes, I have an album out. Uh, it's called Stabby Road. It's on my band camp. Um, I have physical and digital copies available for that as well as my my first album, um, Deep Fried Superhero. Um, and uh, just keep an eye out for it, because uh, there there's a couple other things happening. Uh, we are working on some more Bathe in Blood stuff, like the, the VHS song. I am working on a second album already um, in the works, because there were seven songs that didn't make Stabby Road, so half an album was right there. So I do have another album that I'm working on called uh, Direct-to-Video, and um, uh, when I can announce them, I have two con appearances next year. Nice. Um, and one of them's at a horror con. Nice. As an opening act. So, yes. <laughs> so, uh, I will post that when that's available to, to let people know. So, yes, I will, I will be singing to the, to the horror community. Awesome. So, Looking forward cool. to that. With celebrities in there and everything. So, maybe I can actually sing, like, love theme the Friday the 13th to some Friday the 13th people, which will be cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do some feedback. <laughs> Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Draconis wrote, Luke, have you seen the Once Upon a Studio short? They have several Meet the Robinsons and rare obscure characters from Disney. Maybe the next Kylan Luke podcast you can talk about it. Bowler Hat Man appears in it. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, typically when something that big that's been talked about for several months comes out, I usually see it right away unless there's, you know, something getting in the way like Pump Fest or whatever. That was kind of a unique thing. Uh, the season, <laughs> the season two episode one of Loki dropped like 6 p.m. Thursday night of Pump Fest weekend, and I had to wait until I was literally 
like I had to download it and watch it on the plane on the on the flight back. That was the first chance I had to actually watch the the first episode of Loki. See, so, I didn't um, even know it, the new episodes were out. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you of all people, <laughs> you know, uh, you were way too busy with Funfest to notice anything happening. But still, am. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when that short dropped, uh, I watched it uh, uh, four times in a row, and then I forced myself to stop because it was like really late at night, and I needed to get to bed. Um, and yeah, Kyle and I will absolutely be talking about that on you know the next podcast. So, so there you go. All right. And there were there were five characters from Meet the Robinsons were in it. It was Wilbur, Lewis, Bowler Hat Guy, Carl the Robot, and in the scene where they're at like the coffee bar, uh, Lucille who's uh, one of the scientists from the beginning who has the coffee patch on her arm. She's there in the background drinking coffee. So that made me happy that freaking five characters from Meet the Robinsons made it into that short. Nice. Uh, I, there's other things I want to say about it, but I'll save that for the Toons podcast. So there we go. All right. Alvarant. 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 Alvarant wrote, Thanks for putting Fumfest on Twitch. I couldn't catch all of it, but I watched Steve Goody and Luke Ski. Luke, next year, are you going to update Fake Adult after you join the Over 50 Club like us? Um, I guess I'll have to, huh? Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's, if I'm going to perform it again, then I'm going to have to change that graphic uh, at the end. I mean, rewriting a lyric is easy enough. I mean, I could do that off the top of my head if I had to, but um, but yeah. <laughs> Be funny to do a ten year anniversary of the of the fake adult song, yeah, fake adult two and update the lyrics or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, that is all the feedback we got. So teasing, he's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by the Knuckleheads, and Woo! Tuesday's song is by Two Sleeps. And we are supposed to have a bonus Sunday slot as well, but that's not posted yet. So we'll see. Uh, Spotify playlist topics. I was thinking of doing Beatles parodies. I don't think I've done that before. So I, think I got I... 17 minutes covered for you. For yep. You. <laughs> well, is, is that on? Yeah, that is on Spotify. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah, I'll find a bunch of Beatles parodies that aren't all about horror movies. Mm. Mm. Anyway, all right. Um, we lost Dave at some point, and then he came back, and then we lost him again. So Dave Goulot is at davegoulot.bandcamp.com. Jeff, plug yourself one more time. Uh, jeffwhitmire.bandcamp.com and YouTube, jeffwhitmire47, and on Twitter, jeffwhitmire1. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski, and look, it's Jeff Whitmire. Ah! Hey! Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, at DementiaRadio.org, and join us in the chat. Or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes, and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll hear Luke Ski say... 
My next thump track will be a parody of the entire Beastie Boys License to Ill album in order titled Bestiality.